morning, folks. How's things? Welcome along to the LWB Club Champ Pod. We are having one or two little technical difficulties. Uh, Wi-Fi issues here this morning. Uh, not the only one having tech issues this morning. Joe had tech issues as well. Uh, namely, not being able to find the laptop. But thankfully, <laughs> you pulled it out of the bag. Morning, Joe. How are you? Ah, good, Kev. Yeah, yeah. One of those days. All right. That's what you get for tidying up a house, eh, isn't it? Uh, that's the joys of yeah. Uh, everyone like that's a lesson to everyone, I suppose. Just, just let the stuff where it is, lads. It'll sort itself out. Uh, Stevie, how are you keeping? Uh, well, the big story, I suppose, is Biden sound getting to a, a county final. We will start with Ballon Kill and seeing as uh, we have you on screen, we have said hard luck. Um, you know, obviously, not watching it in the end, things weren't looking good for Ballon Kill at half time. Joe, they fought back gamely in the second half, but ultimately just came up short. Yeah, that's a very fair assessment, Kevin. Um, we got rocked. I think. I think we got rocked the way maybe Sam Mullins got rocked against us in the group game. We got caught for for early scores, early goals. Um, suppose oh, the first one was only a minute in, Stevie, wasn't it? The uh, Paddy Bowles. Twenty goal seconds. Was only it's a, in. Yeah, Jerk Cody shot. Actually, I thought it was Jack Cavan. It was Jerk Cody shot at the post, and yeah, Barnes was great reactions by Paddy Ball and like, Thomas Dolan having the chance. Like you never yeah. even seen it. It's a no, no, no. There was no. He got to the break first and just one of those lucky things, I suppose, you know, and he, he reacted. And suppose that was in the back foot, really, didn't it? You know, and they hit, they kind of, uh, uh, I, I think it, you know, the second goal as well, I think was something, you know, and I think when lads look back on it, you know, that, that little, you know, that switching off or falling asleep as well for that free, it's great thinking. If you're, if you're, say, Mullins or any team and, you know, you get the chance to do it, you know. Kind of a, a shot to nothing, like you know, you and and it was more than a shot to nothing, but um, but it was you know, it put us on the back foot. Um, probably where I was looking at it, Stevie, uh, I'd say we were probably lucky to go in only six points down at half time. Would you agree? Yeah, well, I suppose the, the second goal, as you said, like uh, we'll, we'll call a quick thing from James Dale as well, and, and John Dale's be thinking that the. They bought about six ways each to force that, but the thing I thought about Ballinkind were chasing the game. Kieran Wheel didn't get into it, there's 20 minutes gone and say again, he got a decent bit of ball in his hand and he needs to be leading the leading the the attack. And Chu Chu got a couple of points, then he, he took two or three shots off his weaker side and there were scuttery old wides. There's no wide, a good wide, but they were bad, bad ones. And um, you know, they were they kind of sucked a bit of life out of the team, like the. Start the second half like just were you were expecting a, a a kick in him and and the kick came and, and quick. Doing him about was they never got to lay down for about thirty seconds, it, 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 barely thirty seconds after Craig Wall's goal, like, it didn't get a chance to build on the on the on the lead. Whereas Bangs and Gales in the first game, once they got on the lead in the second half, they got on the lead a couple of times, got level and we lost them every once or twice. But they got some bit of a it takes some effort to get back from a six or seven point deficit. To get level, go ahead, but then you need to be given it. Stay, uh, stay ahead is the is the next thing. But like just going through, like Jack Tracy, probably you know it's good got more ball into him. He looked to have you know he Paul Dale, like Paul Dale pulled out well well away from the goal. It wasn't as if he was in the edge of the square doing harm. And Jack has been good the whole year. Uh, just felt you know the ball didn't get in within as much as it could possibly as it was, but. He felt every time he got the ball in his hand, he was a he was a serious threat, and just you know the when they're chasing the game like that, and every time you know Simon's had to respond in as well, and mm. I think the way count the wind up, Balkin only won the second half, but Simon's at four. You now there was a dispute. Someone said the far side, John one of John Dale's shots was inside the post. That that's some of these calls go against you, which and you know the the last three 
what would you want under John Dial, six foot four or five, you know, uh, caught the ball, drew the free, and you know, that's the same under in the county final. If Ballon Kinder look back on it, it was four or five probably little mistakes or hand passes went astray, and every time they were punished, balls come mm. off the post, the goal, like, look, that was, wouldn't call it a free, good finish. Uh, was it Philip Connors got a point as well? Came back off the post. Yeah. Another that he jinked back through, and he shouldn't have got the room to get it. He actually um, lost the ball. He, he lost the ball. We tackled him well. He lost the ball, and he won. He won his own ball after you know after being after the ball. Yeah, another day that off. wouldn't have happened if the early goal no. hadn't went in. You know the, the backs might have been that bit more settled. Mm-hmm. Dion not playing. Savage lost. and I came on, but he wasn't anywhere near fit to play. I don't think and. You know, you, you can blame everything after the match and all that, but um, just felt we were chasing the game the whole time, you know, four points of a start, and then you're chasing and chasing and chasing. You needed to get that, so we got, got a point ahead even for a couple of minutes to ask ask more questions of Sam Mullins, but they, they were at respond 30 seconds later, point, and uh, like Craig Wall's goal, and, and you know he's back in the country, the goal and the point, like, you know, he, uh, and, and Craig in other years, could do anything like you know, and he did do anything yesterday. He's done everything right. The two balls he got were savage scores and could have been enough. Any other day, they'd have been enough probably to get to a county final. But just yesterday, they weren't. Mm-hmm. I know you remarked upon it there, lads. And sorry, you had to dump his in there at the deep end. Uh, I should have mentioned the sponsors as well. Corker Precast, thanks. DB Recovery, Craig Carney Web Design, Balloons and Sweet Treats, uh, Brendan Cavanagh Furniture, and Breeze Nolan Physiotherapy. Thanks for the continued support. But yeah, going back to it, Joe, I think you summed it up fairly well. Like the one thing that that did stick with me was the the concentration levels and and how clued in I think St. Mullins were. In fairness, like you talk about, what was it? I think twenty three seconds gone. Maybe when Paddy yeah. Ball and put the ball in the net, ball off the post. You know, the quick free, thirty five yards out. I think it was when he when he struck it, and John Dyle was on the twenty one. And then I think literally within a minute later, I have it noted here, another ball came down off the post, and. Um, what do you mm. call it? Uh, Philip Connors got a score over. Yeah. So that's that's seven points from from basic concentration, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're, they're they're big, big variables. And I suppose when when Stevie mentioned Dion there and the loss of that, like Massive. I don't know if that would have happened on his on his watch because he's just such a leader back there. You know, himself and David in the middle, they conduct things. They have everything kind of you know what I mean down down to a T. And I don't think that yeah. would have would have happened. I, Maybe I, it would have like, but I don't yeah. know. I, I don't, but, but, but I suppose his last, and it's kind of hard for us not to talk about the game without him because um, he is a massive loss. He's our captain. He was phenomenal all year. I, I think he was without. He was there, thereabouts, the best fullback. In the, you know, if you're picking three in the fullback lane in this year's championship, he was in it. I think, and mm. I suppose it did, did disrupt us. Then you, you had you know Paddy Cavan had to go back cornerback from playing all year in the forward line. It would have been two years since Paddy played in the back lane. Sorry, he would have played a little bit under twenty, but. In that senior setup, so there was, you know, a lot of disruption to us before the game, and I suppose, you know, maybe I might talk about that in a little while. But he was a massive loss. Like in the second half, I think as well, um, what kind of gave us a platform as well. I thought maybe our, our two midfielders uh, sat more defensively, um, and I think that gave us a, because I think Sam Mullins had a, had a, especially noticed them from pokeouts from their own pokeouts and that. Um, you know, our midfielders were, were high up the pitch and the ball was going in over them, whereas they sat very deep for on the St. Mullins puck out in the second half and it did cut off that cut off that supply. Um, you have to credit as well the work rate. I mentioned in one of the episodes here before about the, the kind of the tackling of the St. Mullins players. It, it was phenomenal. Um, their energy levels, uh, some of the turnovers in the back line that did result in scores. 
if you're not getting bodies around uh, Ballinkillen players, you, you know, those turnovers aren't happening. Those, yeah. you know, you're, you're not putting that pressure on. And, and their work rate was excellent. Their spread of scores mm-hmm. as well. I mean, look, we, we talked about it before, uh, you know, last week about different lads stepping up, you know, different days and, and about key battles. And I think I'm right in saying, Stevie, that the six starting forwards all, all scored, I think, from playing a midfielder and a half back. Would that be right? Yeah, correct. And Ben yeah. Kilner, four, four starting forwards scored. Um, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and look... I think the other game as well. I think Bangladesh had nine different scores and Rangers had five, something like that. No, yeah. I mean, you, uh, you, like you need you need those lads chipping in. You need like I kind of struck you the way the way Mullins forwards were playing yesterday as well. Every one of them was a danger. You know, you might say some lad is is kind of not in his game, and you know, you know, maybe you know he's not going well, or you know, you want to keep your eye off him. You can't keep your eye off any of them, but every one of them were 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 tuned in and on the ball mm. yesterday. Um. I thought as well a big big factor for me. I thought Jack Cavanaugh had a fine game. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably best probably game his, his best yeah. game of the championship. And yeah, I, I kept I, it I, simple, I, like and I, I, yeah. I just said we're on the commentary yesterday. He was marking shoot through the last day, and like he's not a man marker. I know, no. you know, whoever they were down, they were down. Paul Dale and and, and um, a couple more at the, and like shoot was going to score three or four points of anyone anyway. And that day, like he, you know, he and Jack, like just. Simple, he got two points yesterday and was very close to getting the third one. So after that, he got claimed the puck after scoring a point, and I said there wasn't too much money in that being a third point. And um, when, when Jack is like that, like mm. the ball, if the forwards and his seen the second game as, or the first game as well, a lot of midfielders' work is get a ball, and if if the forwards are tuned in, a diagonal ball, once it's not head high, keep it down low, or someone going to get a chance of getting it if there's not. There's not a, they bought games just there was no sweep or system at all. Nearly everyone was man for man. There was there was space. Like you know, if a ball was hit in in desperation, I wouldn't call it, but you know that you, you didn't get the head up that you knew it was someone possibly the chance and Jack, Jack like, you know, if you were a midfielder, like neither of the midfielders of Balan Kinnett had a shot to go They were carrying the ball more than directly from Jack. Jack was had a couple of shots, probably three or four shots scored too. Probably still up a couple of points as well, and uh, that's you know the things like that. You need a, a the spread of scores. Uh, they can bring some girls. Game and all talk about Jack McCullough and JP Tracy scored. They were when they needed them to go a point or two up, and you know these are the, the way Kevin Cavan and Conor Thomas they were carrying ball into into enemy territory. We'll say so that was where they were making hard yards, and it was it was it was, it was hard direct. It, it was hard yards and first of the lads have been that had they've been excellent this year you know a new midfield pairing for us you know mm-hmm. fairness Cormac and 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 uh and kevin especially coming straight up our minor and but i do think that sam mullins had their homework done there i think that the sad influence that the lads had on us that running game and they didn't allow your, your cody gets gets more touches in and flicks yeah. and little Quite things great balls as well yeah and yeah. he took a ball out of someone's hand there once he's literally i don't know who was it for one killing had the ball in their hand Mm. And literally, a split second later, Jerk Cody has it in his hand. That's right, yeah. And yeah. he's going to be key in the final, whether he's going to be man marking someone or wherever he's going to be positioned for going forward by some gales. They're going to have to stop him doing a lot of work. And I, I think he gets he gets very little, I wouldn't say very little yeah. credit, but he does he, he does it every day. You see, isn't it? You, every you, day, you expect you you're nearly kind of saying, "Well, sure, that's 
you know, that's your Even goal, the point you know. he, the he got, I think he dispossessed someone and he was on the halfway line over the bar. That was in the first half. And, uh, you know, the, all these little things add up at the end of the game. So We can't um, forget, lads, that Jorah's playing senior hurling. I think he's into his 10th season and he's only probably 27. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was sent back like he was only 17, 17 or 18 in the final and won it, I yeah. think, as well. Yeah. yeah. And pretty, and the, another Another man I thought, yes, uh, well, a few less stepped up, obviously. Uh, I thought Philip Connors is quite good. Um, he picked off some some good scores, obviously, and looked at looked at Trey. All of them looked at Trey. A couple of things on Saint Mullins, lads. I I always feel it's very rare that Saint Mullins fall down on the non-negotiables. I know that they're kind of buzzwords, but the hard work, you know, we've alluded to it, like um, the determination, the leader standing up. Like I don't know, I'd like to look at the clock again. There must have been only a matter of seconds between Craig Wall's goal and Jack having his points straight after that. Thirty seconds. That's, yeah, that's that's huge. That's always you in it. Now, you actually can't, seconds. You can't buy that sort of leadership because that's huge momentum for uh, for Balling Killing in that moment. And I suppose if you don't have a leader standing up, that's Balling Killing pushing on and getting the next couple of scores. And Jack got yeah. the next one. And that, you know, it stabilized things again straight away, I felt. Do you know, yeah. and that's what leaders do. They're, you have to give them credit. You call them knockout specialists last week, Joe, I think. And um, they always well, deliver. Yeah, like, you know. They do, they do always deliver. I suppose uh, on the flip side, as a Ballon Killer Man, you'd be, uh, you'd be hugely proud of how we reacted, I think, mm. in that second half. You know, we, we gave ourselves a six-point turnaround against a team, you know, a, a team of their calibre. Um, very, very proud of, of our lads, how they reacted. Um, First three you know, scores of the second half, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just four, really, four yeah. I think we, we just really, you know, we really got into it. Um, like you said, just the little, the little things that when we made a mistake, we were punished yesterday. Basically, like we said, you know, getting turned over on a ball or the couple of balls off, you know, the post quick free. Anytime we we weren't switched on or whatever. But uh, you look at the character we showed in the second half. You know, it was phenomenal. Um, yeah. You know, I suppose we we have, you know, looking to looking to next year. Look, the lads have had a great year. You know, they they got their four wins out of five or whatever they got, you know, so they showed that they're mm. they're able to put results together this year. Um I I mentioned it off air and, and, and to you and I, I suppose it was a worry of mine and I did I did mention it to you. Um I did worry about what the what if scenario and unfortunately that it did happen yesterday in terms of you know what we we probably had a very settled team this year, which was great in one way, but then we got thrown a kind of a curveball, you know, just before this week with, with Dion's injury. And, you know, I think, if, you know, without you're, you're looking back in hindsight, is great and don't know what will happen. But, you know, I think we weren't ready. We weren't just ready for, you know, we, we to make alterations to our team that affected maybe the team and the balance a little bit. And I suppose that was my, when we segue into the, into the next game, like that was my, that was my big thing coming uh, that I was very, if you were a Baggingstown Gales player looking at last week's game and how they managed their team and panel and, and maybe throughout the year, um, that was the one thing I, I worried a little bit for us, that did we have that depth or did we have that that blend like uh, uh, of a panel in order to carry an injury or carry a lad having a bad game, etc., etc. And um, it did shake us yesterday, you know what I mean? Dion's, mm. Dion's loss was massive, absolutely key to us. And you know, but that's not taking anything from ASA Mullins. The you know the, they did what they had to do. They came out to stop us, to stop our our quick start, to put us on the back foot. But I thought the character we've shown was immense, and you know the lads have to be very 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 proud of their effort. Um, but like that's that that's hurling for you. Um, 
you know, and you know, big big players step up on big days, and I think just maybe that, like we said, that St Mullins uh, extra little bit of work rate, that little bit of smartness, um, mm. and like we said, that probably balance as well, that little better balance maybe in terms of their score and power, uh, deservedly got them across the line. But that's hurling, that's sport for you. You can you lick your wounds and you get back on, you know, go 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 mm. again next year, you know. Something will come to after the the second one as well as a general thing is just the bite in it, like you know, it was real. Yeah, yeah. And I, I suppose the, the mad thing about it was like no matter what happened in the first half of the second game yesterday, it was probably not going to match the heights of the first game because it was just a thriller, like it was yeah, it was really good. But then the second half, just to give it uh every bit as much bang for a buck, like you know, two teams just really went that and that's that's what you wanted because you know what? It mattered. I know we've been down this road before, but yeah. you know, when, when nothing else matters, like you will go through a brick wall, or at least you should be wanting to go through a brick wall. And I think yeah. everyone wanted it yesterday. Leaders stood up on both sides now, in fairness. I suppose I, I singled out Jack Havna, but the big players on both sides stood up. And then in those but situations, it, it, it's about who you get. Yeah. The little bit. I suppose as someone said to me before, you need you need your big players to be producing eight or eight point fives out of ten every game. And then if you can get the lads that aren't your big names to be producing yeah. around a seven point five or an eight consistently, yeah. you're looking at you're but, looking but, at success. But, and I think that's where and I've always said it no, I don't mind saying it again. I think that's where I think that's where um Sam Mullins probably, you know, are are where they are and why they are because they do that level of consistency across all mm. the players. We, we've talked for years. You know, we talked maybe when they won their couple in a row and they were very strong. And, you know, we we always talked about Mouse and, and Seamus Murphy and Gary Bennett and, you know, Pawdy and these lads. And a lot of them lads are gone, you know, weren't there yesterday. Yeah. And other lads step up and step up to that level. Mm. And, and the same in big games, you know what I mean? And I think... Yeah. And Joe, each individual plays to their own strengths. Like, you don't yes. see John Dyle trying to do a 60 yard solo run. No. But you will see him feeling the ball out of the sky, looking for a shot. And if it's not on, he'll pop it off to someone. I, I, you know, that yeah. sort of way. Like. I, I, yeah. And that, by the way, that was one thing. The, ro- the rotation, I think, of the. Of the there's someone ringing from Marbella, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it hopping there. So um, you can either answer and tell him to feck off, or I'll just go off the call. Or put him silently, please. Um, yeah. I think the rotation of the the rotation the kind of rotation of the of the forwards, Saint Mullins forwards, um, was good as well. I think you're, they were always putting Ballin killing backs. We didn't kind of man mark as such. Always putting them, giving them a new test, giving them something different to think about. You know, when you're rotating, and I think that can be off putting, or you know yourself, you think you have your your handle on a on a lad if you get me, and suddenly he moves around or he's gone from you or mm. wherever else. And uh, I think that was that was a good play. They were always, you know, always keeping our keeping our backs guessing as well in terms of movement and that. Um, and uh, I think that's a that's that that's something I suppose we might talk about when we preview the final because um, mm. you know Bagnestown Gales man marked I think probably four or six forwards the last mm-hmm. day when the, when Saint Mullins and Bagnestown Gales met, and it'd be just interesting to see does that happen again, you know. Mm-hmm. Well done, Saint Mullins into yeah. another county final. We'll move on to. The first of yesterday's semi-finals and uh, Bangerstown Gales prevailing against one of the Rangers by 218 to 118. Now, lads, if you want 7 to 1 tips in a two-horse race, follow the left wing back. Listen oh. to the left wing back. And namely, do not listen to these two other Ramadans who went with Mullen Rangers, lads. I'll I know. I, I backed them. Oh, okay, right. So publicly you'll say Rangers and then privately. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 my, yeah. my bet and slip will show you I backed them. Yeah. Oh, uh, you uh, tipped uh, here last week then. 
And then what, what, who, what, did, what did I say? What did I say? And again, I, I, yeah, but on record, <laughs> you know what I said off record. I said after our game last week, I said Bagnus Town Gales are, are coming into the zone, the right place, and I said it would be a lot closer, right? A lot closer. And yeah. well, sorry, it was I never a seven to one game, lads. Not to talk, or, a five, or a five to one game. I, I sent no. the tip, uh, I sent the tip halfway around the country. So um, I hope a few lads made money. I, I had them in a double, unfortunately, with, with Ballantyne. So <laughs> I got I got let down. But uh, anyway, I, in fairness to our friend Stevie here, he put over the the odds there yesterday morning, and was it seven to one in Paddy's and five to one in Biles, or maybe the other way around, or something like that, Stevie. But I, I couldn't see that at all. Like for for loving the money, yeah, you're looking. Trying to look at from a, you're, you're, you're looking at all the games all year, and if you're trying to look at the price yourself in your head and say, right, okay, when Leicester Rangers are you not know, ten titles and won Leinster's and everything and all your intermediates, and you're trying to kind of do it with leaving, you know, both sets of teams first. Well, what if you're if you're giving odds yourself, what would you give? Mm. And uh, just the difference in the price just morning with Gladbrook, I think it was four to one, and the post was seven to one. Um, you'd probably be looking at two to one, would you? Eight seconds into the game, was one one to no score to one Leicester Rangers, and you're saying, Well, sure, look, the, the seven to one, you can see no way they're seven to one, you know, if I look at mm-hmm. that way. Um, but like the, the, uh, you're, you're on about one is tipping Bagnestone, another back in Bagnestone. Well, oh, the three of us. I'd say we'll be this house here. We'll be the only one with a bagging some girls like hanging out in the next 24 hours. I won't be up there long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, look, in fairness, um, yeah, whatever it was, they, they, were, they were mad odds, in fairness, right? But yeah, if you look down through it, you're spot on, actually. And it was a fair point. Uh, after two minutes, 1 1 to no score, like, um, I don't know what the exact second count was on. Uh, the first point where Eddie Burns goal, but yeah, one-one to no score after two minutes. And then, in fairness, Bagnasound did respond and get the next two scores, you know, mm-hmm. and it did steady the ship. And that was that was very important. Like, um, let's say, there was so much that happened in this. I, I don't even know where to start. It was just firstly, can I say before we go into any nitty gritty, it was one of the best games I've seen the hurling I've seen in Carlow for a long, long time. I yeah. thought the standard of it was exceptional. The pace, yeah. the bite, the aggression, the physicality. I thought I had everything. It was really, really enjoyable. And um, I came away, look, Joe, I appreciate it. I'm not, I'm not, not trying to throw a dig in or anything, but I came away from those two games yesterday thinking that was absolutely brilliant and really proud to be a supporter of Carla Horland as, as a neutral there. I just thought they were really enjoyable games. It did it did our standard justice. And during the group stages, I was a little bit concerned. I was like, you know, I think maybe it just proves that when it mattered again, I don't want to be harping on about it, but probably brings out the best in lads too like you know and it probably isn't a fair reflection when you see the group games that was savage yesterday from mm. from uh, is it fair to say both like you know bang sound hurled you know hurled really really well rangers you know only lost by three points did they hurl to their best is this a good place to start well the you're looking at rangers team on paper were they not let hurl well that's two like ted jason yeah. john Nolan were come back from injuries and they scored six points between them um so they they probably tick that box donna murphy hit three points probably hit a couple of wides first year old minor evan keely hits seven probably missed a couple of frees you know you, you have a mix of lads as you said earlier but the lads you're, you're depending on every day day and day out like Dear burn was probably 
cornered a bit by Mark McDonald. Didn't get as many clearances in as he normally does, but still getting a lot of them. You know, whether they got enough uh, out of them when they got up into the forwards. Like, you had Richard Kelly going off. Would they have a feeling of being a better fit going back, full back? Um, he played there the last couple of years. Like, just looking at the last county final that Monaster Rangers played, um, Bagnestown in 2012, they have a feeling was playing wing forward. I know he was playing wing forward that time. That was his regular position. He scored two goals in that county final. So, like you're looking at, like Dean Grennan's puckouts again. I thought they were on the money. You know, the, the founder man, Paul Cody. You know, he, he was pulled at half time. Would have been on the team of the year. It's a uh, definitely before yesterday. I know, man. I'm not saying he's going to be on it or off it at the moment, but you know, and it wasn't Alfie got. Alfie got more ball in the second half, nearly. I'd say than the first. Well. Alfie's going to get on ball anyway, you know, and centre back. Got a point David in the second English, half, I think, didn't he? They were born the same. They're going to get on ball anyway. Um, but Paul Cody probably would have been would have been more to turn somewhere else. Put, put them somewhere else. Because mm. no, Richard got a lot of ball. I looked at the match after they can they both of them have gone a lot of ball in, in, in all the earlier rounds of the games. But um I think with Bagnus and Gales, they're Jack McCullough probably has had better games. Still here, vital point when it was wanted. JB Tracy as well. Uh, Jamie Clark, he got yellow card the first half, and you'd be thinking, okay, is he, you know, it'd be a bother here. But like Gary Lawler fouled him three times, got no yellow card. Probably twice I'd say he fouled him. Possibly could have got a yellow card. Jamie stands up then, gets the point to pump four points up. And that was a crucial one. Give him some bit of breathing space that even if it's a goal goes in now, it's not. You still have a point to play with. I think Ivan Keeley got a point then to bring back to three points near the end. Um, you know, I'd say going in, you, you were saying you didn't need what happened to happen one month for Monaster Rams early on. But I'd say 20 minutes, Bangus were looking, going, right, okay, we've conceded one month. We'll give them a head start. We're back in it now. So we're kind of back. And I don't know if the breeze was any different. Did it make any difference? I don't know what was like, Joe. Was there much of a breeze? It seemed like in the stand there was a bit of a breeze blowing into it. But that stand, because, you know, Jeffy Tracy's shot was from just well out, like, and Kevin McDonald got one in the, in the first half yeah. as well. Um, so that's maybe worth a point or two. I don't think it was. Mark did it again Eddie, in the second half. Eddie Morton gets a yeah. goal in the first minute. They're saying, like, he's in the game now. Keane Dyle took two balls of his hand after, you know. Yeah, Keane took a great ball and remember on the edge of the square. Yeah. And she's an unbelievable catch. These are said. things like that. Yeah. I wouldn't say, you know, you, you're saying Eddie Burns going to be, he's in the game, he's got to go in the first minute. You know, I, but he didn't get into it much after, like, you know, he 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 was. I think that's credit to Keane Dyle. Like, Keane Dyle, yeah. Dyle has been man-marking lads for the last couple of years. And I... I but the only thing I did get right about this, that match and that right, I said he'd pick up Eddie Byrne. <laughs> um, but uh, I did know. I I uh, I thought he was he, he is like he marked him. He mar- he he gave an expression on him after. I think he did really. I think he, you know, Eddie's a big game a big game player too. We mentioned and he, he kept him yeah. quite bar- barring the goal. Um, they blended did didn't they blend the the whole man marking and zonal pretty well. So Keane yeah. obviously went over to Eddie Byrne. Darren Nolan was out on the wing on. John Nolan and yeah. Sean Wall and Ted Joyce. Yeah. Uh Alfie stead at six. Um Jamie Whelan was was back in, in, in one corner. Um 
Yeah, like they, they they really did. Like that that can often be a sword that you that you fall on, but you do have to identify key players and um and try to draw them out as the fella said. You I, know, I, I, like yeah, Danny Danny Doyle, like he was playing wing back or midfield most of the games, and yesterday he scored a point just before half time. He was the best player in the field from that to the forty fifth, six minute. Mm. He scored three points. He dispossessed Federer. Um, yes, his dispossession was probably the most crucial play in the game that led yeah. to the second goal. Mm. And that led to Jamie Clark's goal. Like he was a man. I I never seen Horn as well for he, yeah, and for a lad who had Apache. Remember we were at one game and he was. Was a mid, he was out mid of the field. In the I game. think the one back going back against yeah, Sam Mullins. Paddy Paddy yeah, but I mean, that game, was it that game or the previous one? He was in midfield. He was at sea. There was not, nothing yeah. happening for him. He was out of the game. You know, he was kind of everywhere and nowhere. And he had an immense game yesterday. Caught a couple of great balls on the puck out as well. Mm. Um, I, I think a key thing you have to give credit to here, apart from the game yesterday, I, I think the, how Bagnestown have, have managed their year and managed their panel has been excellent. Um, you look at the last game against ourselves last week. You had Alfie, you have Jamie Clark, you have Craig Dyle, uh, all rested. You know what I mean? Now, maybe out of necessity or whatever else with Knox and whatever else, but not risk. They're coming in fresh yesterday. I think they scored whatever 111 between them all, had, had massive games. Jamie got one, two. You know, uh, Styler got eight or nine points, I know, from freeze and play. Alfie got a point as well. So I think Gavin Nolan. Uh, I think learn from last year and his management team learn from last year to come out, you know, you know, out of the traps fairly early last year, uh, and kind of then as the, you know, you know, you know, I think they've ma- they managed their panel really well this year. They've developed the panel this year. I think that's shown over the championship. I, I, I did mention it about about them last week in terms of how they used their panel uh, last week, and you know, and and and. and Given lads game time in big matches, so when when they are needed in like yesterday as well, the couple of subs that come in, Andrew Casey came in, you know, did really well. Yeah. Uh, what's called Richie Whelan came in, and he got a point. You know what I mean? You're not going to turn over teams like like Rangers or whoever else, especially coming in as the underdog, without having your twenty players, without having your you know your your panel developed. And I think great credit in terms of managing. The situation and managing the game game time and developing the panel has to go to Gavin not only about and the team management team not only about how the, how they played yesterday but you're you're leading up to that do you know what I mean if you if your players if you don't have players developed and ready to come in and step up to that uh you know when it happens on the day they're not they're not able to do it so I think yeah. great credit to them beforehand as well um you, you had a lot of big moments I mean look we thought we talked it was it was a fantastic win um I thought both full back lines, you know, it, it, there was scores, there was scores in both full back lines. Do you know what I mean? When we look at it, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, there was there was a lot of there was a lot of scores, and there was probably more scores left behind as well for both teams there yesterday. Um, for Bagginson Gales going in, that might be a little, maybe just mm-hmm. get them thinking again in terms of you know how they set up for their for the final. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think they might they might play hard. It might be a case of horses for courses again the next day, and in yeah. terms of who they pick up and and their man marking and maybe their personnel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as the year has gone on, you mentioned a couple of lads there. I think Young Wall has been a fine addition to that team this year. Yeah, I yeah. think he I think he he has really really grown in confidence. Um, I was wondering in one game there at the start of the year, he he, he looked like a lad a little bit short in confidence. Could have been the first Rangers game of the year. 
Um, didn't help with lads roaring up now either, Joe. I don't think so. No, I and, no. and uh, yeah. there was lads roaring up that day. Yeah, and I, I, perspective, I, I, when we got to the county final in '94, myself and Ned Cain were joint captains with um, Parnells, and yeah. that's Ned Cain's grandson now was playing next on the yeah. county final. We're at that stage yeah. of our, our lives. Yeah. yeah, and I think he, he has had a he has been a phenomenal find. He has mm. he really he, he looks like you know he's very confident there yesterday. He got on a lot mm. of ball. You know, excellent, excellent. Coming down um, the home stretch, George. You know when you needed someone to come out with a few balls, he came out with yeah, a good few. Yeah. First one for a cap, like you know. No, he did, and and uh, there was a couple of key moments. Like, I mean, look, let, let's be honest with you. You know, you, you need a rubber of green as well to get over the lane. Um, and 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 hard work. Like Jamie would say, he probably didn't strike that the one for the goal as as cleanly as he ever struck a goal. You know, for the second goal. I think, I think when they when they look back on it, uh, Dean Green Grennan won't be overly happy with you know with, with how he took that ball, but the ball is in the net, and that's the most important thing. And mm. I think going back to it there, you mentioned Darren Olin as well. I think it was ah, Donovan. unbelievable. That's that, that's, that, that's why you're in the county finals, like lads, like you yeah. said about lads switching on, someone dropping back onto the lane. The yeah, same. Looked at that after actually the ball. They were born fed the ball to Don Murphy, and he caught it actually. It was in his left, or sorry, it was in his right hand. Yeah. When he hit it, so you might say, okay, he didn't hit a hundred percent, but Jesse hit ninety five percent, and a fair save over that. It's only it's not wearing number one jersey, you know, and and no. things like that you're going looking, okay, this could be our day now. Um, because another down, day that goes in. I've been down for a hook as well. Twenty one minutes into the second half, um, he got an important hook in when Rangers are bearing down on goal. I think it could have been Ted Joyce, maybe. Um, what mm-hmm. the correction on that one, um. You know, over the far side, it was it Evan Keeley. He's coming in on the terrace side. Yeah, Did the ball go wide. Yeah, Evan yeah. Keeley, I think it was. Yeah, very mm. Styler in the first half. Um, I don't hook up back on Styler. He should have gave that ball though. Styler should have gave that ball that time. Uh, oh, coming yeah. in, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. There was there was chances there. There was there was more there was more chances on both sides that weren't converted. If you know what I mean, there was a, there was yeah. there was some poor. Well, there was some great scores got. There was some both good defending and poor poor choices mm. there. You know, taken at times. Um, but yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I suppose it goes to show as well. I suppose like one one of the big you're talking about fine margins and all. And you know, I I think you know you look at back and maybe you see the influence then maybe that the likes of say Michael Doyle has in that Rangers team over the last few yeah. years as well. You know, big big loss there yesterday for them. I know he's gone all year, but like you're trying to you're trying to That's shuffle them. Oh my god, a man! Mark bang down down a couple you of know. weeks ago, like to put Mark McDonald centre forward. Coming against Sam Mullins the first day. Yeah, and a bit like Danny Doyle, things might have been going great midfield. He was getting on our right, but he's he's more of a focus now, and he's, he's stopping the centre back, and he's going to standing down on top of him and going towards the stand down yeah. and you know that, and, that, and that, the next day on, on Walsh or, or Jericho. Yeah. I think I think that's I think that's a bit you're after hitting a very important point there, and I think Mark maybe has grown into that role. You know, he probably realised that that's that now Bagnestown have lads. You know, score. I won't say scoring forwards. He slips over a point. I think he got a point yesterday as well. Um, two, but, I think. Yeah. two. Did he get two? Yeah. yeah. But he knows his primary job now is probably to you know disrupt and stop a half back lane from. from it's like an all state centre forward, I call it. That he, you know, the Brendan Ninsky type job. The ball stays stays in around that, oh, that area. He's a funnel kind of a lad. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Um, mm. Do you know Paddy McDonald, yes, like you know, I probably got no score. Yes, got hooked a couple of times. You know, he took a shot from the far side over. Now, still took one the same in the 
first half of the terrorist side there. You know, these are things to be, you know, they'll be, they'll, they'll, they'll have to... Get the ball for the goal, didn't he? For Jack Dyla's goal. He did great, um, yeah, because he drew the man and, and gave it to Jack. Perfect passing, you know. So, just another, the score sheet. Caught another high one when it came in over the top as well. That, that's one thing I was going to hit for on. free for that as well. If you if you look at it from this point of view, right, and I said, I might have said this to you at half-time, Joe, I can't remember, but they went in two points down and the actual quality of the ball going to the forwards wasn't ideal. Like they, were, they were just being direct and lumping in high ball. And there's two things on that. Firstly, we mentioned it last week. I think they identified in that group game where there was areas to be got at. You know, and they put pace inside. Paddy Mack, Styler still has a burst yeah. and Jamie Clark has a burst. They identified that, right, number one. But number two, as a learning for the next day, if they get the ball in, as you say, head height or under into them, unless there's someone standing in front, that's yeah. the scores we got there. Yeah, you know? you, 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 just on, uh, going back on that as well, like I think JP Tracy has been, I know he's only hurled in the latter stage of the games, you know, because he was out with an injury or whatever, concussion for the first couple of games. He is a massive addition there and yeah. ma- massive in terms of physicality. And apart from his hurling, you know, he picked off, I think he got a point yesterday as well. Um, his physicality out there and around that middle is, is, is needed. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I suppose that'd be one thing that the last couple of years, like Bagnestone always had plenty of hurlers and, you know, but then having him out there, he's a massive man, gets through a mountain of work, takes the hits, he's a ball winner, you know, when he when he goes up, pushes up and puck outs or even on, on, on opposition puck outs, you know, he's a he's primary probably ball winner. there for about four or five puck outs the second half. Uh, big addition. Gives you good a great hand, platform. Good strike, good touch. But like sometimes when things you know you need an out ball and you just have to say like you know when the game is tight or whatever and you just say right well you know where do I put this down you know down on top of and and he kind of he's he's your go to guy you know and I think he's a he's been a big addition there in the last couple of games for them a big a term apart from his hurling he's, obviously he's lots of hurling he clipped over a score or two or whatever in the game but he's just his physicality and his work right there and you know and, Bre- and Beanie Dial back as well and you know. You just cannot like Bagnestown just have got their got their panel right, they managed their panel right this year, their focus this year, you know, about you know, I like I said, I was just so impressed with them last week. I I said it off record, I've said it I think I could have said it on record. I'm very impressed with them how they hurled last week against us minus, you know, minus three or four starters or possible starters or and you know, I, I think like I said, great credit to Gavin Nolan. Things are things are uh, you know things are looking right. I think they learned a lot from last year. Um, how to manage things. Um, little things like I want to pick up on as well that can make a difference. Um, you know, I, I we heard them in the under twenty this year. You had a couple of their senior players uh, who were involved in the under twenty management. You also Gavin Nolan involved in the under twenty management. He was out there. Uh, you know that continuity with players, especially now with the overlap with under twenties and seniors. Uh, the idea of all in it together club, you know what I mean? Pathway for players, etc. Little things like that make a difference, you know, about bringing lads together and, and, and you know, gelling and, and, you know, building a spirit. And I think they've managed that really well as well. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, and, and it can be little things like that that you're doing off the pitch and, you know, and, and, and little things to, to build that collegiality or that, that, that kind of togetherness that when, when things are in the mental mental melting pot, it can make a massive difference. And uh, I, I think they've got a lot of stuff right like that, you know, in the background as well. And and uh, you know that that's that's a learning process. And I think uh, I think they've uh, I think they've definitely 
they've definitely improved and stuff like that, you know. It would be fair to call it the mental pot as well, I'll jot aside, because coming down the home stretch, you need it between the two ears, like. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah so, yeah. melting pot and mental pot, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the score the score from Alfie, as you mentioned, six minutes into the second half. Great. Inspirational. Um, yeah. uh, from the Rangers' point of view, because I know we talked a lot about Bagnastown, right? But for me, you know, there was a lad called D Murphy, who we were used to seeing for, for years upon years, a special talent. Obviously, he's not there this year. But I still think this year I've seen glimpses of another special D Murphy. Uh, that's done it. Um, I've had I've him down for I think is he is it three points from play, Stevie. Uh, just to confirm, yeah. he's definitely got two anyway. That's and true, three, yeah. all three of them were tasty points. One in particular uh, underneath the terrace into the scoreboard yeah. and wicked. Like you know, that's that's probably that that's the biggest game he's played for for Rangers at senior level up to that mm-hmm. point. You know, and you mentioned Evan Keely on the freeze and that. Um, we're going to be talking about this chap for for a long, long time, lads. You know, yeah. he's a serious, serious talent, and um, I you think have to give credit to the younger lads. They they have shown a bit of leadership this year. Evan yeah. Keeley, the pressure on the freeze in the semi final. Yeah. You know, uh, take nothing away from them. Like I don't want to sound condescending or anything, but they have been really, really good champions. And despite the fact that they weren't at their at their best in the group stages, you know, they still got through and won five out of five, didn't they? So mm-hmm. um, yeah. that they probably have a little bit of. Maybe remodeling or you know blending. I mean, we talked about yeah. we talked about other teams missing players and you know injuries and panel panels and all. And you know, Rangers are are, are kind of going through a kind of a change there too. You know, there's a, mm. a couple of younger lads coming in and there's a change in the guard a little bit. Um, but their younger players were were excellent. And Ted Joyce, I mm. thought, was having a good year. I know he missed a couple of games there with with injury, but geez, he started like a train and he finished. Yeah. You know, he got a couple of points yesterday. Actually, the score he got. Sorry, Joe, the score he got there was one thirteen apiece, I think, mm. and he, he got through very same as Jack Dill would say for his goal. Yeah. He went about an inch or the crossbar yeah. that went in. Different game could be a different game. Three points yeah. up. I, th- I thought you could then. see you, you could probably see himself and John were still carrying the after effects of of their knocks. If you get me near the end of the game, you know what I mean. The mm. I remember one one ball Ted got and you. You know, I'd say had he had he been fully, fully, fully right, and I had the knock he picked up during the year, in the second half he would have gone by his player. He, he kind of he allowed the Bagnestown lad to stand, I can't, or the Bagnestown lad stood him up. I can't remember who it was at the time. St- stood him up rather than going, you know, rather than taking him on and going, going, trying to go by him. And I think he fu- he pulled his shot. You know what I mean? And mm. you're you're probably seeing that, that, like I said, there were there was a couple of lads on the team that are carrying Car- John as well, even though like John and him were excellent as well, but. You know they were carrying. You could see the the, the effects of their knocks. But look, they are they, like you look at it like that. Like we said, uh, Dar- like Darren Ole not in the line. Maybe Jamie Jamie Clark shot not being you know not been not going in. It's a different ball game. They are great champions. You know what I mean? And they have been consistently uh, a top team in Carlow and have driven standards as well. And look, they mm. they'll take it as a knock. But sure, they they have the players coming through. You know they have the talent coming through there to to build. I think it was as you know, not to put it to, but I think it was a seismic moment enough in terms of Carlo Horland. We talked about it and you talked about it as well, Kevin, in terms of Bagnestown and play, play other lads did about, you know, Bagnestown underage getting to a level and, and maybe, you know, that's where the level was in terms of that having that success and then being able to bring it further up. And I think it could be, a, if Bagnestown can take that for what it is and build on it, you know, it could be a seismic moment in terms of, Mm. hurling in the county and 
you know, maybe maybe it could be a little bit of a change in the guard. You know, we saw, you know, we're seeing glimpses of uh, in different teams and and uh, you know, but I suppose look, we we'll probably be focusing on Sunday first and see where that goes for them anyway. You know. Yeah, and I was actually plotting and planning to see how we're going to work this this week because uh, obviously with, with my equipment this year to to listen, of course we'd have to be playing next round of the championship at three o'clock next Sunday, <laughs> wouldn't we? So we'll have to work out our, our content plan very very stringently. But uh, yeah. we will have interviews coming up during the week with uh, with Tom Dial, the same one selector from from yesterday, and uh, we spoke to Jamie Whelan from yesterday there as well. That'll be going out during the week. Uh, we've interviews with Jack Kavanagh and uh, and Gavin Nolan up on our socials there as well. So uh, we'll keep you posted on what's happening during the week for sure. Um, I do remember, I'm nearly certain it was two, like Ballinkill or um, Bangerstown won in Dramedia in 2019, I think, was it? I think it was only three years ago. Um, and I remember in the infancy stages of this podcast when we were doing championship things two years ago, despite the fact that they lost a long number of games. And I must dig it out. I said if they could just hold on to Alfie your Alfies, your Beanies and your Stylers for just a couple of years until these lads get the couple, you know, you, you might have that window of a year or two. And I still think, obviously they're in a final now, right? But I still think the window might be a couple of years still because you need you need those lads at the top end. And when they mm. go, then all of a sudden there's a massive gap between where we'll say Jack McCullough is and all that now. So you have to strike when they're in his hot. You know, mm. this is this is good a chance as they have. I'm not saying those lads aren't capable of leading it and, and what do you call it, winning several senior championships but Jesus this is this is a very important time for them to make a count like isn't it yeah I think yeah, so yeah. Like, Styler won a minor in 2004 and he, he could have had another year minor I think at that stage and historically Bangstone would have always had good underage teams back in the Aaron's own times like, say under 12, 14, 16s like Carleton that time as well and going back 20, 30 years ago to be hovering up what title to be going then you know obviously uh Michel will be getting their their freedom as well we'd get an odd one but like the two town teams that time were were getting them and the car a bank some team hasn't won a county final since 1970 they got that it was, that was actually a walkover of same ones with some way of dispute I, I can't remember exactly but you know that's that's how long ago it's 50 was it 52 years ago uh they're only in the final now against same ones again and there's probably links to both teams i think Styler's grandfather could have been on that now. I'm not 100 sure. Uh, you know, Mitchell's John Foley and Mitchell could have been on that as well. You know, this, these fours are all up in Doctor Pullen Park. Now, so it's probably a thing. If you're ever in there, you, you go around looking at them and you see who they're up in the boardroom and see who's um. You see a random some lad that you know it matches, and you might know and he hurled that much at all. And like Tommy Murphy stand there yesterday. Steelers' grandfather was actually a savage hurler. I know he was from Gorge Bridge originally, and I had heard he was a very good hurler. Uh, you know, it's you know, there's there's tradition brings you so much. But as you say, during the final now next week, there'll be only what could be three, four Bangston lads. I say I've played them on before. Mark Donald won the sub in 2012. Alfie and 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 Styler probably done the other two. Um, Simone's probably all their team will have played in that I'd say within reason. Um, that doesn't say, you know, county finals or bring Cody said take a life of their own, and you know it'll be could be an Andrew Kane coming off the bench there, uh, O'Shane Ryan, something like that, yeah, coming off the bench, get a pointer a goal in the last minute and wins it, and he's a hero for forevermore. So um, it'll be if if Ballon Killen had got to it now, I'd say it would have been, you know, and we're looking at. You're trying to see 
teams on the open, a change of the guard or a change of scenery, too. Like, you know, in the football, you're looking at, you know, Air Ogre, I feel you there or thereabouts every year. Someone else comes into the mix and it's great. If Bangs and Girls had got a, a, a Bannon Killing final next week, I don't know. Mm. Like, how would I'd say the atmosphere, like, what relations it have? And this is the thing we kind of forget with Mount Hester Rams and Sam Mullins. There's so many entwined there with the Cavaliers and Cody's and Hickey's and the whole lot and historically and like the quote sods of one another and like they're you know they're back out pals again after it eventually and you know it's these things the rivalries in these games like just county finals I remember we lost to Michael ninety four and I couldn't look at Michael lad for a good while after and it wasn't there wasn't a word said they weren't rubbing in their faces not one bit but you know you, you get to county final that's one thing winning it then is just that's the However, you go over the bloody final because I, I lent two score three goals in '96 and we still won. And you know they were forgotten about then, but I, I didn't forget them. But I would have, I wouldn't have forgotten them too handy for the lost. You know things like that. You're just these are days that you're going to be. I presume the band to be back next week. I hope it is because you know the, the, the county final day. It's just this. No matter what county you're in, it's just a day. If you can get to play in it and win, brilliant. You know. And uh, our under 20s are playing the final before against Carl Town, the under 20B final. So that would be last year's final. So the great for them, them two teams as well, like to get out there, see what's like in county final day. Like years ago, we got to a minor final against Carl Town, pulled off a major shock. But like Carl Town that time, Night English probably the best hurler I've ever played against in Carlo. He was only 14, he was playing on, uh, in a minor final. You know, there, there's county final day just takes a total, it's. It goes in a quiz. It'll be gone in a shot. Anyone's playing that match next Sunday, especially the Bangs from Gales, the, the need to grasp it by the two years because it'll be gone in... The game goes so quick. It's not like any other game you're going to play. It'll be gone. It'll be half-time before you know where you are. And if you're four or five points down, the fucking game's over. It's just... There's no there's no comparison to it. And it's going to be a big um, Bangs from crowd next week. You know, they'd get out the same ones always have you know over there in the terrace now, just to be I I don't be room with all the terrace lads. I'll be room inside the press box. Pat yeah, Cody yeah. back in concert I heard yesterday they're on the saying anyway, shouting every ball and contesting every ball. And like, you know that Mick Lidis was over the far side in front of us now and you know, Scott John Coleman's at the other side and the two were winding one another up and to, like they were you know, that's what it's all about too that you know someone wins, someone loses, and that's that's what will happen next Sunday as well. Well, I, mm. I, 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 I suppose on, on that, like, I hope it was brilliant to see the outpouring emotion yesterday after Bagnestown win. You know what I mean? It was great in terms of just a lift or whatever else and the change. And even like your two said, Stevie, there's rivalries and everything else, but it was just, it was great to see it. Um, You know, because we, we need it, you know, sometimes we need that little break or that, you know, that little surprise or whatever else. It just kind of, it gives something something extra and i suppose i i do hope that the the players are given a bit of space to you know to once they prepare for the week but i hope they're you know i hope they're i hope they're I, and i think that there will be i think gavin nolan and the lads the management team will will be able to to manage that whole kind of expectation and manage the week ahead for them mm. and that it doesn't you know that I, I spoke to two lads last night. I won't mention their names outside the little shop. Uh, they were walk. One lad was walking a dog and had had his child with him. And as I said, the other lad we were walking and chatting. And two cameramen. You wouldn't think they were after playing in a, in a county semi final that day. 
Um, this is whatever after tea and they were out just having a chat and a walk and there was no giddiness or whatever else and I think that was great to see that gave me a great I was kind of wondering I was actually wondering in the car I was going up to the in-laws and I was on, on the way home thinking you know thinking geez well uh, and I you know I text a few of the Bagginson lads and I text even some of the ones as I, I you know to congratulate them on their wins and um and I was kind of thinking to myself like what way will the handle you know will Will the hype kind of get to them or will, not the hype but you know will it just kind of will they leave it at that like you know will that be their kind of county final and what i saw with the two lads yesterday it was reassuring because you know they were very calm about it very measured very whatever else job done you know we mm. move on to the next day and i think that that that's a great little that's a great thing to see you know in the aftermath of a big win uh yeah. that their that their focus is there um uh, you know and their mindset is different than you know mm. you know that was kind of it we leave it there like you know so mm-hmm. um yeah i think it will, it's going to be a big game it's going to be a big big game um i don't know whether we're going to preview it now or you're going to preview it separately or what you, you can do it twice if you want <laughs> so let, let, let's talk a little bit about it thank you for live. you might as well um yeah. the one thing i was going to say there and it's a very important point you've made like you have to really take it in and enjoy it and yeah. uh, i always go back to this um funny enough I, I'll, I'll say straight out i use this mantra on my own wedding day Pat Cody in the county final when he came back in 2010 and he just took everything in yeah. and enjoyed it for what it was. Like, you know, that's that's what I did on my wedding day. Looked around, you know, because you're, you're nervous on your wedding day, obviously. That's what Stevie did too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's important to, 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 you know, take it in. But anyway, enough of, the, enough of that waffle. What I was going to say was, I think both of these sides will actually turn up and, and perform. I'll tell you why exactly. St Mullins, if you look at them, they play in Leinster finals, they played in yeah. umpteen county finals. Bagnestown, well, they haven't played in the senior finals, they've played in 20s finals, they've played in minor finals. And you know what? From the time they were very, very young lads, don't underestimate this, they played in community games finals, which are big things even for a kid. You're playing in an all Ireland final, so you're already getting used to big games, even though it is underage level. Uh, they've maybe played in, uh, in Kennedy Cup finals, maybe they might have played with... Wexford youths and stuff might be different sports, but they're big occasions, and the psychology of it is the very same, no matter what. So I think you're going to get two teams that will turn up and perform and perform well. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be great. So looking at matchups, then let's just let's go into it, sir. If you have if you have the time, Lester, why not, right? Uh, I I yeah. up with a bit of a, a left wing thing last night in the group with G, where I thought in terms of James Dial, right? James Dial was a little bit quieter by his standards yesterday. I felt. And maybe that's due to the fact that obviously he had his honeymoon, his wedding, and a few points on board. You know yourself. I think you'll see a different James Dale next Sunday. And based on that, this kind of left wing idea came to mind. Like you're thinking about, you know, Keno as well. Well, capable of marking this guy, big strong lad or whatever. Why do you think Danny Dyle is actually tailor made for him? I think he, he's he's you know you take take about the half hour line though on the ball win the building the three points yesterday you're sacrificing a lot. But he's, he go up and he compete with him. He'll have pace. He'll have strength. Um, I think that's I think that's a very good matchup. Now I think Keane is going to end up on him, isn't he? Still, Joe, you reckon? I think so. Yeah, he's, ma- mm. he's man marked. He's man marked. He's man marked them all at this stage. He man, you know, he's man marked the last two years. Mouse, Mouse, Chris, mm. Eddie. You know, he's done. He's done the whole lot. Of them won't shake him. I tell you, he's very unflappable in terms of his personality. He's apart from his hurling. You know, even like yesterday, there Eddie Eddie turned him for that first ball, left him on his arse more or less. You know, kind of turned him, and and that didn't stop him. You know, what I mean, he's he's a great 
his psychology, his head is is just fantastic. Um, mm. uh, and he's so sticky. Oh God, he's so sticky. Um, I can't I can't see them moving Danny Dial onto him. I think they've got Danny in a good place up in that half forward line, and they'll try to put maybe Saint Mullins on the back foot a bit. Um, I, I can't see it. I, I can see Keen Keen going there. I think Sean or Young Wall t- picked up uh, Connor Kyo the last day, didn't he? I think in the group game. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking. Is Paddy Kyo could... around? What's the story there? Or heard a vicious rumor he's back in the country today. Yeah, mm. we we're wondering, all right, like what, what, what about his availability for yesterday? But that's uh, that's another uh, another Ars- another thing under Arsenal. But um, you know, I probably wouldn't at this stage. You probably wouldn't start. Yeah, that, probably... that can change where James Doyle is playing too. Paddy Paddy's back and starting, and would put James Doyle in full forward, start him off. You know it. But then, then, then there's Keane. Keane is a great. Keane is a natural match in there then too. You know what I mean? I, I think that's we're all about versatility players. Like I think they leave, and I said it before semi final. I think Alfie will always be at six, and I think probably any of your other five defenders uh, can nearly take up any position. If you know what I mean? Like Darren Olin was said, hurled out in the wing. You know he hurled kind of everywhere yesterday. You know Keane can go in at full back depending who's in there. You know, Young Wall has the pace for for Conor Kyor. Has you know, will be your mark there. Where does Paddy Bowen play? Paddy Bowen hit seven points and play wing forward the last day against Bagnestone Gales. He started full forward yesterday. Yeah, we'll see. That's what I'm saying. Maybe Darren, like you know, I, I can't see them. I can't see them. I'd have Darren Olin and John Dial. I think is a good match. John, John Dial, yeah, physically, yeah, there's a good. You know, uh, like in fairness, John was good. John's a good ball winner as well, and and Dara. I think if I if you're looking at it here, like let's let's spell it out now and see do we agree on it as if as if we're we'll do the same for Saint Wollens on the other end, right? If we're over by this town and you're looking at matchups here, so just say if it's Jamie Whelan or or Andrew Casey, either or that's that's probably a Philip Connors, I'd say straight up, is it? Mm. Or is it a Jason O'Neill? You know, that's, that's like that's for like, yeah. Casey will stand near the goal. I'd say if he's if he's starting, I guess we're picking so, up. So Philip probably Connors Philip, Philip Connors. Uh, John Dial, I'd be saying Darren Nolan over there. Yeah. Um, Paddy Boland, I'd be saying Keen Dial for him, and I'd be saying Danny Dial for uh, for James Dial, and a young wall over on uh, on Connor Kyo. Uh, Jason O'Neill, then, like Jason, why he's not too shabby either, like you know. Um, I'm leaving out a defender. I can't think of who I'm leaving out. Oh, the six there, Beanie. Yeah, yeah. Well, like if he's on, if he's on the wing, you know, Alfie. Who's Alfie? Is Alfie just holding the center, like? Who knows, you know, like what happens actually if the lads do go man to man and put one of those, say, into the centre? Are Bannerson going to keep Alfie in the centre or is he just going to pick up him? Like, you know, I, that's think, the... I, I think Alfie stays in the centre. Mm. I, I don't think he moves. I think it's like David English for us or whoever, yeah. you know, I think, I think uh, you know, I think they'll fancy him to, out of all those forwards in them now. For various reasons, they'll fancy Alfie all day long anyway, regardless. Well, I, I was just going to say, I mean, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're putting them on to probably the best man marker or one of the yeah. best man markers we've ever produced in the county for the last dozen years. So I think mm. if, if he's if whoever it is and he's passed on to Alfie, you won't be too, you know, you won't be worried. Um, mm. Same one is then, if, if you're to go back to the other, the other side, right? And I know we've left out midfield there, but are they going to deviate from... You know, they're they're their usual six packs. They they very rarely do. I, I I don't I don't think they will. I don't think they'll man mark. I think yeah. I think some of the fits will like I think Craig you have Paul Dyle will probably pick up Craig Dyle inside. Because Paul will stay in as kind of one of the two anyway, do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think he'll pick up I think he'll pick up Craig Dyle. 
I think that's a natural natural fit there, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the thing the thing with those two is I think I think Paul is capable of marking uh Craig Dyle and I think he's capable of marking Jamie Clark, right? But John Doran doesn't have Paul's pace. I think no, but but, uh, but I I think Jamie Clark could probably cause Paul a little bit more bother. He did last year, didn't he? From memory, mm-hmm. I I, yeah. I I I think you know I I think Craig will be I think Craig will be his mm. his match up there. Yeah, I, yeah. Sam Samuels tend to like even yes they they kind of tend to hold their formation if you know what I mean they don't mm. they don't tend to man mark the you know they're yeah. kind of stead, stead in their positions if you get me. So, yeah, yeah. Now John, John's a wily old fox, like you know, and it doesn't matter what sort of pace uh, the lad has. If if you're stuck to him, you know, um, and play on the edge, and I'll say it, it not, depends you know who the play, depends. See, a lot of teams now are playing only two inside anyway. You know what I mean? So mm. you're not you're not really playing a three in. You're not really looking at two cornerbacks if you get me and and a fullback. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? One. There's one, one slightly back. in front, maybe, and, and yeah, one is kind of one, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, sometimes... is there enough line though? Yesterday, wasn't it? It wasn't too dissimilar to standard, no, no, but line, then yeah. sometimes it can happen that one of the one of your corner forwards yeah, is, kind of of, is coming out in front, so you know that that kind of can change the dynamic of things. But I can't, I can't see um, St. Mullen changing the whole pile, I can't see them doing Paul Conley, class. Paddy Mack, yeah. yeah. Uh, then out on the wing, I suppose, yeah. Michael Walsh at six on top. Yeah, I think that would be that's a right battle actually. Then two ways. That'd be timber, 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 timber. Thomas uh, Clifford required from ball. Yeah. No better moment to give it. Jerk yeah. Cody J Dial. Then I suppose Danny probably will play wing forward. I'm just kind of putting it out there as a as a possibility that he would be, you know, a shout to go back and Mark James or if he is, then that that kind of sorts out the the six there really doesn't it? Um, will they, will they line out like that? Who who knows? Who knows? What you have the, um, might have the two you might have the two jacks bowling at each other in the middle of the field. Yeah, yeah. Jack McCullough yeah. and Jack Havner, you know, two energetic players. Two, mm. you know, will they go hammer and tongs out in the middle, or will maybe will JP Tracy, you know, pick up pick yeah. up Jack in terms of physicality? The only thing is the other Jack has more legs. You know, what I mean, Jack McCullough maybe. Yeah. You know, I think in fairness, Ocean Boland was out there as well yesterday. You know, he he's probably a lad we didn't talk a lot about. You know, he does he's can be quietly effective. Yeah, he sat he sat in. I remember um, someone who did this in the final last year. They sat him in as a free man out of. I uh, think party was on the field. He Mick Welsh was on the field. And there's one thing I picked out at the time, and it wasn't even a disrespectful thing to him. It's just in terms of like who could do that job to the to the max. I, I wouldn't have had him in my top three. I'd say you know. Yeah. But I wonder. Could you see them doing something like that Sunday? Will they pull that out of the bag and drop someone back again? Like if Paddy Kyo, if Paddy Kyo is back, are they going to chance leaving them on the lane for twenty minutes? And, and there's someone on the field looking at the lane for missing a couple of balls, and knows Paddy's going to be taking their their spot fairly quick. You know, I, it's um. The, the only thing is, if he's only back, like yeah, that's uh, has, he didn't play last week, did he? No. Against, yeah, yeah, that's, that's I don't think he start. I, don't, I, don't I can't. I can't see him. No, no, I don't think he'd have the hurling. Hor- do you know what I mean? As in, yeah. I, I, and I think fairly. Fair, I think that's like we said about men, final mentality. I think Sam Mullins are. I think all their players are will be tuned in enough to know if Paddy is there. You know that he right. He probably will be coming in at some stage. But my whatever my my, my yeah exactly that my job is to empty my tank. 
and whatever I, I can give, I give. I think that I think we mentioned it before that that's their mindset is fantastic down there in terms of you know in terms of what they give in terms of uh, as players like there's no everything is team so i i couldn't see it as an issue in terms of a lad looking over if he's not going for him it's not going for him i think they'll they'll, they'll go home with it fairly rapid down there you know mm. um but uh it'll be the, the impact off the bench will be important as well you know you mentioned the uh, the couple of players coming in um is that something maybe that Bagnestown have a little bit more Maybe I would a think so. more a little bit more in terms of options. You know, you have more mm. if they kind of go with that same starting fifteen more or less, or you know, yeah. And then you have like you said, Andrew Case came in yesterday. You had Richie Whelan come in yesterday. Andrew Kane, probably their Andrew best player Kane. last year. Yeah, you know, you found. Yeah, you know, a couple more is Neil Bulger in the backs. You know, you. you have That's a good of... depth, and we've said this before about Saint Mullins when they've won championships. Isn't it mad that like they they had the capability of doing it with you know, bringing in a couple of subs maybe. And after that, we were kind of saying, do they have a whole lot more? And that sounds like a terrible thing to be saying, terrible harsh thing to be saying. Uh, but, you know, you would think that Bynasson might have a little bit more depth. Yeah, you know. But it's about, um, it's, about it's, it's about, you know, it's about getting, it's getting the most out of whatever you have, no matter whether it's mm, like, I suppose, you know. And a better team than St. Mullins to do it. Yeah, yeah. But you know? can be caught. That's the only thing. If a lad gets injured, a lad has an off day, you know, if you are like your fifteen can be incredible, you know, but then it's what happens when you know a lad gets injured this week or something happens yeah. in the warm up or you know yeah. lads having a bad game. Even Pat Cody got hurt in the warm up a couple of years ago. No, it's just a freak accident. I mean, like some can you know, yeah. you know these things can happen. You know, you like know. a broken finger when you're only a selector. You know. Gavin Nolan got caught eye yesterday as well. He did, and never said a word about it. I seen, I seen the yeah. blood in the in in the on their podcasting, and I, I didn't. So I have to look back at the match. I seen, I knew something had happened already. He got slipped sometime, but I didn't actually know it was. Uh, he didn't make from, a whole lot of it. In fairness, he, he just, never made no. He no, didn't. In no. fairness, though, now you know. And, um, in fairness, he's he's a he's a calm chap. He calm. He's a very, you know, he have. I, I didn't have any dealings with him just about on him there. I didn't have any much dealings with him. Actually, the last time I ever met him was on a pitch down in Clock in about, I can't remember what year it was, and he was hurling for Castle Comer and they'd beaten us in the school's Leinster quarterfinal. They went on to win the All-Ireland Colleges final the same year. That was the last time I was talking to him till up an under-20 match in Ballinkillen there a few weeks ago. And I'd say we spoke for, four, we were the last two people in the pitch in Ballinkillen. Uh, we were just speaking and chatting about hurling and He's a very decent, a very decent man, very interested, committed man in fairness to him. Uh, but yeah, he made nothing of it in fairness. Um, the thing about Leicester, a little bit of luck in the semi-final, banging some guys could have been in the final Leicester, let the final go wherever it went. Yeah. If most got a penalty, I'm not saying everyone would have, would have got the penalty, and uh, Craig Dyles won the first half, I think it was it over the line. Yeah. You know, there, was, there was four points in it, there were a good four points winning the wind-up Sam Mullins, but you know, yeah, I, I don't know whether look most obviously not playing, and uh, they're not going to be going back to that game as such. But it was a knockout game, you know. The game they played in the league part of this part was a league part of a game, uh, and I said earlier the county final is going to be different, totally different. It's knockout, best job, horse jumps the fence, and uh, it's John Dorn. Like you, you're looking at him, he John Dorn in county finals has been immense in, in any game, he's, you know, he's 100% committed. You say Kevin Pleasant, the age, and, and so like these lads, Andrew Kestefar and Jack Havner, you know, 
Patch Murphy's refereeing, hopefully that's a go, you know, that's, you know, within reason, you know, that's a go and, and that, that's, it's going to be, it's not going to be a, a show for free takers, we don't think it will be, that, um, you know, Spe- speaking of that, it was probably just that's a good point. Sorry, Steve called Russia. That's a, a big point. I thought yesterday, some Mullins were a little bit hit and miss under freeze, or can be at times. You know what I mean? Um, they're missing mouse from that point of view. You know, James Dale and Connor, you know, they were, I know the close ones were fine, but some of those kind of clutch freeze or that nine out of ten free taker was maybe just missing a little bit from St. Mullins yesterday. I thought. Um, do you, you start party for freeze? Do you carry him for freeze? No, I don't. I, I think the no, you're saying he missed the last couple of get. I didn't see the team last week, but I could you're back to James Dale. And how much practice will you have on freeze? If you know, James had missed the match, look, he'll be a lot sharper next week. I'd say, yeah. um, no, but it was just, it was just yes, yesterday, you know, they were they are missing that you know, mouse that nine out of ten, that nine, never mind nine out of ten, that 99 out of 100 sort of free taker at the minute. I thought Craig. Craig struck him fairly well yesterday, you know. The Jake as well as a backup too, you know. It's an important part of the modern game, isn't it? The free taker in, in hurling, like you know, you're looking, you're looking at a, a sizable cachet of scores generally come from it. Um, mm. And that's the, that's probably the the only real counter argument. Uh, I know we always come to spread the scorers, but it's mm. the only counter argument that can go against that. Like many times we've seen Dennis Murphy contribute everything bar two scores for Rangers and they yeah. win a game, you know, it's probably yeah. one thing that can go against that as a counter if, if there is foul, fouls being drawn and they're popped over. Like, I suppose it even go back to yesterday, you know, um, if Alan Killen won the game by a point, we wouldn't be giving out about the fact there's four scores because Kieran Whelan would be after, you know, contributing yeah. nearly, nearly everything. So, yeah, I, I think I think it'll be left low in fairness. Patrick is around a long, long time and, and yeah. he'll know, he'll know the crack, he'll, he'll let the boys at it. Um, yeah. If it was ref in the same fashion as John Hickey last year, we'll be in for some treat. Uh, that was, that was you know, he might have just got the whistle and fucked it out over the hedge like it was great. It was absolutely brilliant. I really, really enjoyed last year the way, the way he ref it. And uh, it was fairly clear that that was the way it was going to go for the whole game. And there was no exception to it. So I think always when, when it's like that, when you know the stall is set out, when lads start getting infuriated is when it goes against that once or twice. And it's yeah. not consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, not drive it on. Don't even bother bringing the whistle, Patrick. Just leave him at it. <laughs> timber, 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 boy. No. Uh, so I suppose we better chat about the, others, uh, the other games, lads. The uh, junior final the other night, Joe, you were in at it. Uh, St. Mullins winning by five points against Burn Rangers. And uh, disappointing not to see Burn Rangers going up, taking nothing away from St. Mullins. Maybe we can still get them up to intermediate, but they probably don't want to go up unless they win junior. I'd say, no, and then they're, they'll yeah. want to do it that way, you know. But uh, a word on that there. Yeah, it's an uh, interesting game. Um, you know, first half was look very even game. Uh, first, there was a couple of good goals in the first half. Well, I suppose um, Burn Rangers got a kind of a fortunate goal. Long ball went in, and um, Mark Ryan came out to claim it and it broke in behind him, went all the way to the net. And I suppose that was countered. Then um, Sam Mullins had a couple of goals. Paul Kyo got a great goal. Um, Fergal Doyle as well, you know, uh, got goals at key times. First half, like it was, the hurling was scrappy enough. Um, um, Burn Rangers did well to come back and, and kind of, like you said, after a poor start to get back right back in the game. I should have said, sorry, Sam Mullins got the first goal and then, um, Burn Rangers came back into it. Um, I think it was a draw, maybe in a point in at half time. Um, you know, I, I thought the younger legs maybe of Burn Rangers might get them across the line, but I think as the match went on, it was actually St. Mullins hurling 
got them across the line. Mm. Um, I thought uh, a couple of key men. I thought Declan Murphy was brilliant. Um, for for uh, Saint Mullins. Um, Fergal Day got two. Ended up with two goals. Got a second goal in the in the second half. Probably a key score, really. Um, you know the game in the melting pot. It came by the way. We're talking about goalies and saves. Uh, Kieran Caffrey, who's uh, the Burn Rangers uh, goalie, pulled off. I mean, I don't know when I saw two saves as good as them in the match. One the first half and one the second half. So unlucky for one the second half. I mean, now he he, he deflected the ball up and onto the crossbar, like with a long hurl. Unbelievable save, and uh, Fergal Dale came in, got the rebound, and and uh, and buried it to net. That was probably the key score. Same, our Bar Rangers never looked like getting that goal that they needed to get back into the game. To be honest with you, you know, um, you know, they had a couple like some of their younger players, like they they hurled well, like you know, Dylan Townsend hit a few nice scores. Oshin Dial was was good, you know. Jim Nolan was solid in, in the full back line. Joe Holland, like lads like this but Connor Bulger as well in midfield um was good um but they probably just lacked that little bit of hurling that that little bit of craft like that St Mullins had um you know you had a lot of experience in that St Mullins team we mentioned there like you know uh Paul Kehoe you had Alex Dyle at centre forward uh Declan Murphy was excellent um you know Tom Cody fullback like, like lads like this that little bit of experience probably got them across the line and they were probably worthy winners in the end. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I'd say Burn Rangers would probably be disappointed with how they played, you know, um, low enough scoring. They put up a few nice scores during the year. Um, but the uh, St. Mullins back line were, were very tight, very disciplined and, um, you know, probably the best team won out on the night in fairness, you know. Mm-hmm. Intermediate semis, uh, who are those, Joe? Think you oh, I didn't, I didn't know. Oh. I, I, I got reports on him as well, but I didn't. Yeah. Go, so we have uh, a Rangers Navy one final again next Saturday. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I believe there were two very good games. I met Shea yeah. Hayes yesterday and he was saying there were, there were crackers. crackers. I know you would say it as well. Uh, standard was really good. Uh, but fixtures wise, uh, yeah, that's Saturday. And what was the trying time again, lads? Do you know that? Six o'clock. Six o'clock, yeah. And then Sunday, it's two and four, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, two, two o'clock, four, the yeah. under 20B final. Uh, Carroll Town and Avery and four o'clock obviously senior hurling final Bind Sound Gales and St Mullins uh, any word on streaming Stevie is she going out don't know that um, I, I don't know I can't divulge that because I don't know um, Tommy Murphy and Ferris and just Tommy he has notes there like he, he could rattle them off like you said or St Mullins in their 34th county final something Quite like possibly. that like he... Tom, Tommy's the man to go to yeah he had or... them all like he was on with Court Nell and there the team yeah. they're back in the 50s and 60s and the court is actually where Ger Lennon lives uh big board feathers sledge there across the road literally the cabin is Declan actually Declan's back home Australia there he's back he's, he's, he's um I'll come back to Monday week he's talking after the match there right down the road like you know uh as gas you know puck of a ball literally the that could be playing with the other club and um hmm. Tommy rattles out these names and numbers and yeah he's he's you know, he was going it's through like what teams had played in county finals, Tullo, said, county finals yeah, 50s yeah. as well, like, you know, and, um, you know, we're talking about hurling in the county, we're small county, we're saying Tullo, Raffili, Hackettstown areas, need hurling in, there was hurling in one time, can they be hurling going to him again? Because the Bourne Rangers project is probably, at the moment, their skill-wise hurlers are probably 
coming next year or the year after, the, the real elite lads, we call them. And I couldn't see him looking to go up without winning. I don't know, maybe well, that's whether that happened or not, but uh, they're, they're going to come. Um, yeah. They have to have, you know, they have to have the continuous, you know, that stream into it. It's going to be a step up as well from the, the adult level. Because uh, you see, as Donna Murphy has come up, he's playing at St. Kieran's teams. He's 18. You know, that's we're back to the first year old minor league. Like, it's a, Mm. Big step up as well, physically wise. Now yesterday he got room, and you know, good horses always make room as well. Um, like under twenty final, it's good to see the under twenty B final on next Sunday before as well because last year in fairness the finals on a Wednesday night in Doctor Cullen as well, and it was a cracker. Like it was we had a big lead and the got back and could have snuck it in the wind up. And uh, we played him earlier this year. Now one in those two rounds, a couple of them were walk over. So with the beat us in 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 Carrington be three or four points and they were missing two or three strong forwards we were missing four or five players over the field as well so um you know it's, it's, it's great it's great for both it's yeah. great for both clubs stevie to to play there because let's be honest with you you know how to put this but like both clubs need it you know what i mean in terms of you know yes, it be, as i said and go back to part minor final minor a final and then the senior finals on it and i, I remember I was 16 and played in the minor final and like Paddy it was Paddy Kirk like you know he presented, presented us with medals we were under 14s four years later we were playing senior against him like you know uh, lads like this I remember like, talking to George Darcy coming out yesterday and um, we were talking about the match anyway and I said just I said I could have went the second one went extra time I said the Gregor Mass and Lachlan's on at 7 o'clock would be in hard pressed to get back for it and um Jersey nearly had my crane coming out because he, he said there's a man buried out there. And I sure couldn't think for a second it was Pat Foley. Like, you know, he said he would have soldiered a lot with him with county teams. And he, <laughs> then he said, he said, just be always late. Like, and Joe Summers would be going county matches or whatever. And Tobias being farmers would have to have all the jobs done. And I'd be in a teacher, sure I'd be ready waiting for him. And then the opposite had happened then. I'd be waiting to go home and correct homework or something. The Tobias would be out drinking tea for the night. So, and he said, he said, there's one man out there, if you're out there tonight, say a prayer for him and possibly a prayer for us for next Sunday. But, you know, so um, back to the under 20, like, you know, county final, the atmosphere, great to be in there. I hope that Chase is the band there. Just the, the, the colour and final. That's the second time you mentioned the band. No, I said it. And I, I, uh, the <laughs> band today, they all earned above the atmosphere and that. Just, yeah. The match itself, like let the match go on. The match going to be an hour, an hour and ten minutes, whatever it is. The atmosphere, that that alone, like you can hear the band warm up up in the tennis club or wherever. If there's a band there, I don't know. Is a collision pipe band coming to that, Kevin, or are they going to follow collision in the football? I don't know. I don't know. To be honest with you, uh, the way you're talking, you'll want Fiesta at half time in the hall, like the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's yeah. It'll be, it'll be, it's going to be a good day. I think um, on the stream, by the way, I think it's a great idea. Um, I, I, I just, I, I won't. I thought it was a great idea. It's great to have it. Uh, and I know you were doing commentary now, Steve. I thought the and it was excellent. As I know, I thought the price was a little bit steep yesterday for the two matches himself. Uh, I don't like. I, I know. I know. I know. It's getting the balance. I'm and I'm very pro, as you know, pro everything. My county does, and make and the people in there do. I thought it was a little bit steep. I had a couple of lads who were going to look at it from Offaly. You know, there was a no hurling mm. up there this weekend. And they were going to tune in. And, you know, lads who, genuine lads, I'd often look at a Galway game. You can stream them from everywhere now. 
and the saw the price and they said no you know not going to not going to pay you know for it like you know i think maybe that's something that needs to be revisited like you can get all i think you can get 20 games or something in galway for 120 euro you know in terms of that weekend or yeah maybe it's something they might do for the football maybe do a football bundle because i think it's getting the balance between promoting your game and i know it has to be look has to be a revenue stream you're not doing it to to not you know to to not make money as well but i think getting the balance i think you have to maybe getting that sweet spot maybe needs to be looked at but it's a great idea but maybe and i know it's cost i know there's a cost there i'm not i'm not uh playing this game and i know i can't run at a loss etc but um maybe yeah, trying to that... get the lads like you know there's gonna be people in bangstone away next week you know yeah. whether they're on holidays and whoever they are or lads are hmm. you know pablo Doyle, these boys that played the town years ago probably home for itself in england getting, Kelly, these lads you know it'll be you know there's there's always but it's getting, uh, it's getting. That, I think it's getting that sweet spot between yeah people seeing pe- people access and, get, and, get, and getting value. Uh, like yeah. you don't like even at even at that money, right? People might yeah. still pay for it, but they're paying for it and saying, "Well, affect this. This is you know." Can I can I put it to this way, lads? Right, I'll, this is a fair way of putting it. Um, I'm going to call out the the countries that we have listeners from on this podcast, right? Ireland, Australia, US, United Kingdom, Canada. New Zealand, South Korea, that's mad, uh, Spain, Germany, Portugal, Indonesia, Brazil, Italy, Bulgaria, Russia, Singapore, France, Slovakia, Sweden, Netherlands, Malta, Lebanon, Israel, Hong Kong, Greece, Czech Republic, and the UAE, right? I know the encouragement that's is getting Stevie, us, but... That's first for Stevie's been on holidays the last two weeks. No, that must have <laughs> been it, yeah. That would make sense, that would make sense. But the point is, like, I know they're trying to encourage people to go to the games. You'd be a long time coming to it from, uh, from Malta. You'd be a long time coming to it from Singapore. Mm. Be a long time coming to it from Indonesia. Like that's literally the only way they have seen it. Like, do you know? Mm. So well, it's get, I think it's getting that sweet spot. You know, no one might paying. It's that's the way it is now. You know, but and and lads will pay for that money. But the problem is they won't keep paying for it. You quite, you know, you, it's it's if you had it small enough, and I think is and and keeping people mm. sweet. Like I tell you, I give, give you an idea of value for money. I walked into the junior final on Friday night. It was a fiver in. And I was prepared to pay 10 or 15 euro, even though it was a one-off final. And I said, geez, a fiver. Jeez, that's brilliant. Be sure. And I said, no, no, it's a fiver in. And I said, that's great value. Come in and look at a county final. And I felt good about it. Mm. And, you know, you're in a good, you're, you feel, geez, it's fair play. That's good. You know, you're trying to get a crowd in. There was a camogie final on beforehand. And I know with the streaming, it's, there is cost. That was actually a good idea too. I didn't know. I was wondering why the match at 8 o'clock. We were coming back from the airport and, and I knew the match at 8 o'clock. and was wondering why. And that's actually good from the, Come yeah. board and come all, that uh, well, it's brilliant. And the two the clubs like Burn Rangers as well, the the crowd in there. And I, I like I thought that was nice and, and I felt good. And the streaming is a great idea, the service is brilliant, the commentary was brilliant, everyone was so complimentary about it. I just think the price, it's the idea of you know, maybe looking at it a little bit in terms of I know you have to make money, but are you better off looking at it in terms of we'll make we'll small and often is better than hitting people you know big and leaving them with a poor taste in their mouth like i said there's an example of a couple of friends of mine who would have looked at it yesterday you know nothing the latest football is on the fine which is fine but they would have looked at the hurling the hurling lads from one from from galway another lad you know a couple of lads from offley would have looked at it but when they saw the price said no you know what i mean we're not going to do that sort of thing and you know you know it's a great initiative and it's a great idea and you have to be progressive but maybe from from our point of view maybe small maybe small and often might be a better way like you, you, your television license for the year is 160 quid or 180 quid whatever it is you know what i mean you look at it like that in terms of your games so 
you know maybe maybe it's something that might be reviewed but it's it's lecture in fairness you, you have to try things and and uh, you have to give great credit for to the county board and and the people in there in the streaming service for doing that you know in the dog is going out there the just, uh, just mentioned there um kevin did you not get mark brennan this year yeah the, i was i was the in the, the the aob section that was going to come to there um shout outs to, to mark brennan who was obviously involved with me and uh, they won the other and yes well done and, actually, and also kevin, sorry. brian tracy the oh yeah brain chest that's on today is it the puck the focus today yeah. yeah yeah the the ladies football like I, I didn't see the matches yesterday i seen a bit of first game um ashley done her for leash that deserves some mention like um mm. to do it for dan like i i i wasn't thrown into it yesterday as we're at the matches and i seen the clips last night and i said i said is this the the woman that was you know brendan quigley's uh sister that do it for Dan's um, mother, like what a woman, like Jesus, some mm. achievement, like to to go back. Yeah. She missed a couple of years, and like all is going on there, like what, a, mm. Jesus, hats yeah. off to her, like and fair play to Leash, like she was great, you know, to to go back and then get get the win, you know, brilliant for her and fair play. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else to add, lads, before we finish up? I think that's her, is it? That's her. We, we, we never we never gave her predictions. Oh yeah. Sorry, we didn't. We didn't actually. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's do it now. Let's do it now. Because as I said, I don't know what's happening for, for the rest of the week. It's it's a fairly fairly mad yep. schedule. Um so righty, righty, righty. Uh bookmakers odds, uh nine to four binding sound and what was set ones again? Two to one on, is it? Yeah, I think something like that. Four to nine or something. Four to nine, okay. I think, yeah. Right, okay. Um Hmm. I think let's look at let's look at just some very quick variables here, right? Um obviously there's there's gonna be a lot of excitement in Bangasan, rightly so. The fact that it's only a week, I think it's actually a good thing. That there's not two weeks there to get tied up and I think in two thousand eight when we got to the county final, it was a week between the semifinals and the final, Stevie, if memory serves me correct. And I think that I think that is a good thing. Um from Sam Wallen's point of view, right? Just just look at it from, from their end. So they're probably I'd say they're only rather than if it's Rangers because they know what to expect. Um, I'm not saying they don't know what to expect with Bangor Sound, but they've been there before. It's you know, it's this this is a different proposition, and they're very focused. Um, I think they were down straight away into into the river yesterday to get fresh, get ready, get the the simple things right for for the week ahead. Um, obviously, all the talk will be about Bangor Sound because they're back in the final. That'll probably suit St. Mullins. They're they're used to the big occasion. Bangor Sound are used to the big occasion with variable things that they've played in over the years albeit in different codes so I think when you weigh up all that in the jigs and reels from my point of view um, you know I think firstly it's going to be tight but I am going to give a very hesitant nod to, to Bynasson very very hesitant nod um, not not by a whole lot I don't think Stevie yeah I don't know what to say um, I, look last year and I said the semi-final was a knockout game. They were comfortable four-point winners in the wind-up, but they weren't. Uh, they weren't. They weren't going to be the league game this year. You're guessing Paddy Bowen's not going to hit seven points again from play. Then again, our Bangs are going to have a spread of scores that they had yesterday. You know, these are things that you'll need your 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 set of forwards and midfielders. Ninety percent of them posting scores and play. You're hoping the free taking is going to go right because the Freeze we're going to be guess it's going to be something like last year. They're not going to be too plentiful. I think what the range get one point from play last year or free. 
but like there'll probably be more there will be more tomorrow or sorry sunday um my Simons have been there most of the team itself not all the team has played in county finals before uh brings together only three or four of them you're look i, I said it earlier and andrew case andrew ken or ocean ring coming off the bench could be could be the match winner um I'm going to go with Sam Mullins by the minimum, but for no other reason than maybe a bit of experience on the on the day could do it. But that's barely a fifty point five, forty nine point five call. No, that's and I'll be honest. Uh, I said it yesterday. I thought Banks Gales needed at least one more one goal more than than Rangers, an actual physical green flag, and that's what they got. And I probably think next week they couldn't couldn't need the same and. Like Kevin Kyo caught three or four balls just under the crossbar. He caught seven of them, I think, against Bangus and Gales. They have to yeah. be sticking. I, I just go for Sam Mullins that little bit, half a pint a pint, just but uh you know you're looking at Craig Doyle, Alfie, these lads. They deserve that day in the sun. We had giant Evan for years and he was only twenty six or seven. Or 28 maybe when we won the first one but he'd done a quarrel of hurling at that stage and uh, from a neutral point of view in the county you know they're going to have the backing of everyone and uh, you know that's you know within reason instead just look experience might just get someone's over the line it'll depend a lot on James Doyle I think if James Doyle is, is wouldn't say he was ineffective yesterday but you know Matt, the game will bring him on I suppose like a racehorse if James Dyle is let, you know, get Dobe a harm, could be could be the, the tilting point, but has he enough time to get up to match match speed? He's a quality player, and a lad like him probably doesn't need that much time to do it. So I'll I, I go with Sam Mullins, but marginal. That's, that's marginal, marginal. Okay, Joe. Oh god. Um yeah, I will go with I t- I Think it's going to be a very close final again like you're saying i agree 100 um i think uh yeah have two sets of forwards they're capable of shooting the lights out if they're if they're on their day you know what i mean i think you know i think someone showed it yesterday with their spread of scores i think bagnanstown have that electric pace inside uh that maybe that goal kind of that goal little threat um what do I think it come down to? I, I think it might come down maybe to that little bit of impact or maybe that bounce off the bench as well. And uh but I think it'll be very, very close. Um I uh I think if you need that the thing I suppose that worry me about if from a St. Mullins point of view, in terms of worry like about but from a Bagnison point of view about St. Mullins is that they are always able to produce it on the on the big day. And I was speaking to a Mount Leinster Rangers person yesterday, and he made a very fair point. He says, even when we bet, he says St Mullins in finals, he says we needed to be ten or twelve points a better team in order to put them away. He says because they're just a different a different beast, and you know, come come knockout hurling as we spoke about before. Um, I do think uh, Bagnestown Gales, in my eyes, will shade this. Um, I I, I think. That yesterday, that confidence that they got from from the win, not necessarily even the win, but how they how they dug it out, um after maybe a poor start that maybe might have rattled their cages and got doubts 
kind of back in their minds about you know previous times when they've had, got off to a bad start um i think that will keep them that'll that that to me was a big was a big big thing um so i'm just going to give bagnestone gales uh, a nod i think it'll be a very very close final um i don't think there'll be a whole lot in it um i think it'll be a, a forwards final i think there's there's you know there's fire great firepower on both sides and it'll be just down then to what set of backs can, can manage it a little bit better and, and i do just do think that bagnestone gales might have that little bit of punch off the bench that might make a difference in the end mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, uh, uh, Tommy Tommy Morphy or Leo McGough might have, might have to help us out with this. Harry Robinson was in touch last night. He wanted to know when was the last time a team from Bagnasone beat Monster Rangers in the in the senior championship. And I actually couldn't think of a time when Rangers were Rangers that Bagnasone did that. Uh, I'm well open to correction on that. It's... I texted TJ Board this morning. He reckons it's going to be 2000 or 2001. No. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Um look, during the week, as you said, we don't know for definite what the what the plans are. We will have some plans. Um, but uh yeah, my thanks to the two bookos here with no for, uh, for the championship. We'll see we'll see what happens um over the course of, of the weekend. Best look uh, if you're on the streaming duty, Steve O. Yep. Um enjoy it. You know, it's uh it's one thing I have to say, being involved with, with Casey Law previously commentating on a county final is, is special as well. It's uh, it's a great yep. honour and a great privilege to be able to do it, you know. So uh, definitely Enjoy the occasion and save maybe, the same time. Maybe get the haircut. <laughs> get the haircut. <laughs> yeah. Um, the players, the mentors, yeah. the officials, the county board people, the stewards, yeah. everyone involved in making yeah. county final day special. The pipe band of us there, Fiesta, if they're there. Very best luck. <laughs> and, is, there, uh, is there a DJ on as well afterwards for you, Stevie? DJ and Des are over now. We met Carlet over in. in um, my awkward asking for Kevin Regan, I didn't know who he was, hadn't a clue who he was. That's good, that's good. That's the goal. When I Google that and, and you see, you should know him, it's fairly embarrassing, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> because I'll tell you, he was, um, the one in the world during the game, like he was a normal jaw salt, and then after the match, then he was saying he was from the same club as um, Clifford, and hmm. he saw the helmet and raised 25 grand. Jesus Christ, like he was top of humble man. Now. Oh, Paul Nagel is a gentleman, absolute yeah. gentleman, yeah. Oh. Couldn't, couldn't get I, don't got, I don't know how he got mixed up with you then. <laughs> you know, with Steve, you're me. Well, <laughs> I, just gonna throw, I just got to throw it out there, leave it open. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just, yeah. we'll leave it at that, lads. Thanks a million yeah. again. Chatties, mind yourselves. And oh. thanks to our sponsors uh, Hawk and Precast, thanks, DB Recovery, Craig Carney Web Design, Balloons and Sweet Treats, Brendan Cowden Furniture, and Breeze Nolan Physiotherapy. If you haven't done already, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the left wing back we do have a buy me a coffee link uh if you're liking what we're doing over the course of the championship uh, you can support our efforts for the price of a coffee not compulsory but it's there if you wish to do so and thanks to everyone who's uh, viewed and listened throughout the course of the championship liked shared all that kind of stuff it really does matter and uh if you're an apple podcast or spotify listener there's an option to hear five stars that that helps us as well massively you know so thanks to thanks to everyone um happy county final week to those in in st mullins and in uh and Bindestown, obviously intermediate level with Michel and Rangers and under 20s with, with Nair Breed and, uh, and Carrington. Very exciting week, very special week. And as we said, enjoy it. And um, we'll, uh, we'll keep our content flowing throughout the week. As you said, Tom Dyle will be featuring uh, over the next couple of days, Jamie Whelan as well. And we might get one or two other bits and bobs done over the duration of the week. But until next time, take care. 